Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 168 of the WW Bro Podcast with me, your host, Anthony Domenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live on Facebook as well as Instagram. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, just go over there to at Comic Anthony D. You can follow me there on Instagram, and the show is live there every Monday at 8. But as always, the podcast is available at www.podcast.podbean.com, as well as on iTunes. And while you're there, please do not forget to five-star rate and review. I love reading reviews. I love sharing them and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. And that's you guys. If you want to become also a Patreon member and get the bonus episodes, you can head over to patreon.com slash Podcast. There is a backlog there of episodes, and at least one every month I'll be posting on the Patreon site. Once again, patreon.com slash Podcast. You guys are in the market for a new protein bar. I know protein bars can be high in smart points if you're doing WW. If you're on keto, there are tons of sugar and carbs. Well, Built Bar is for every program. They're absolutely delicious. Check them out at BuiltBar.com. Use code WWBROPODCAST to save 10% off your order. While you're in the buying mood, head over to SailAwayCoffee.com. Awesome nitro brew, great flavors. The most they are is two smart points on every WW program, so they they fit into your plan. Use code WWBRO10 to save 10% as well. All right, we'll get that out of the way, and let's get into it. Um, it's just been hasn't been me for a while. I've had guests on each week, which has been awesome. And I, I put a poll up a while ago, do you guys prefer the podcast with guests or just me. And it was like 50, 50. So I'm going to keep on doing that. Keep on bringing guests on. Uh, but tonight I was actually happy that it's just me. Cause I have, I have stuff to go over what's going on with me, different plans and things changing. Like I started the 75 on challenge. Unfortunately that ended 33 days into it. Um, my back went out and I couldn't exercise anymore. So I had to rest up, heal up uh, before I got back into the gym so 75 on how to end early. But like my friend John Ziegler, he was right. He told me when I when I started this challenge, I told him about it. Originally, I was going to do 75 hard, and he was like, you're going to hurt yourself like a week into it. And he said even working out every day might put some strain on your body that you're not used to because you're going from really doing nothing to something every day. Uh, what I was hoping it would do was get me more consistent with working out which has been a problem for me. I get like either I get into it and then I'm all gung ho and then something happens and like anything else, we, we stop for a while before we go back to it. So what I'm hoping this will do is now that I'm feeling better, I can get into a more consistent routine uh, where I won't hurt myself, where I'll be able to sustain it. So I'm hoping that's what this brings. He was right though. He said the same thing about the 5k when I was going to train for the 5k. He goes, why are you going to jump right into that? You're going to hurt yourself doing it. Once again, he was right, as always. I mean, I should listen to somebody who's been in the uh, physical fitness industry for over 20 years, but I'll never stop pushing my body and, you know, to the breaking point, you know, to my breaking point, at least. Each time I do that, it gets a little further and further. So I know I'm building towards something. And do I think I failed this challenge? No, not at all. Um, The way I look at it, for 33 straight days... I worked out every day. I ate good. I was reading. You could ask my friends and family. They've never seen a book in my hands before. But for 33 days, I kept this going. So I I don't look at doing something for 33 days 
you know, taking care of myself as a fail. I look at it as a win. Uh, you know, I do. I, I give these challenges to myself because I'm coming up on four years now on WW. May 1st, it will be four years. And it's, it's awesome. I, and I'm happy that I've, you know, stuck with it this long. I've never stuck really with any kind of a, a wellness or healthcare program this long. But I got to look at it at the point where I'm still like, you know, I'm still halfway there. I still have another 200 pounds to lose. And with anything else that we do for a while, we tend to get complacent. It's, it's human nature. You know, with, think about anything in your life that you've been doing or a part of for a long time, whether it be a job, a relationship, friendships. You know, you need something, I guess, to spice it up, to bring the romance back. In lack of a better term, I need to bring the romance back to to my weight loss journey. It kind of gets stale. You kind of go through the motions. And that's something that I I don't want to do and I want to catch right away. Because it's very easy to fall back into those old habits. They, They come back very quickly. And when we don't feel like we're being, you know, challenged, we don't feel like, you know... We're getting something out of it that it just becomes a daily part routine. You think about things you do every day without thinking of it. You get up, you brush your teeth, you make your coffee, you go to work. These are things you could probably do if you shut your brain off because it's just part of that routine. And your weight loss journey can get that way too. It can get that stale where you get up every day and, okay, this is the food I eat. You get bored with it. And then what happens the first time you, you like go on vacation or there's a party, you go off the rails. And maybe I shouldn't speak for everybody, but I know for myself, that's how it is. And for me, years ago, that's what happened. I've talked about it in the past, but between 23 and 25, I was very successful on WW. I lost 150 pounds. I was the lowest weight I ever was as an adult. And what I deprived myself of everything. I didn't go out. I didn't drink alcohol. Not that I really drink it now, but I just was like, no, no alcohol, no going out. Just everything was WW. Everything was my weight loss journey. I cut everything else out that when I went away for the first time, I had two vacations back to back. We had a cruise. We went on and then my cousin's wedding. And this was like one after the other. And between the cruise, you just, you know, the cruise is eating and drinking every day, morning, noon, and night. We were all inclusive. It was a, we took advantage of it. I definitely got my money's worth of that. And then my cousin's wedding, you know, we had the bachelor party. We had, you know, the rehearsal dinner, then the wedding. So it was those, like, month. It was a one month of just, like, nonstop that when it was over, I didn't want to get back on program again because I'm like, no, this is like, you know, I want to do this. I, I feel like I should be able to just do what I want. I learned the hard way that's not the case. So what I don't want to do is I don't want to get complacent again like that where I have something that completely throws me off the rails and I'm starting from zero again. And I also can't fall back on this 200 pounds I've lost. You know, everything's like, well, I've lost 200 pounds. That's not fighting. That's settling. And I never want to settle for anything. I've done it too much in the past. Again, it all factors in. It's all factors of your life. You can bring back the same stuff again, jobs, relationships, we tend to settle very fast with that. We get complacent in a situation and we're like, well, this is it. And the reality is I'm halfway where I want to be. I still have about another 200 pounds to lose. 
So I can't just settle and rest on my laurels and be like, hey, 200 pounds gone. It's Don't get me wrong. It's an amazing achievement. But I'm not done. And I can't act like I'm done. And I think that's where I got into that routine where I go, okay, I lost 200 pounds at this point. But then things started slipping. I, I got bored and I got frustrated and annoyed that things weren't going the way I wanted to go. And then your personal life comes into it. And before you know it, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And you just feel like you can't get back on track. So I thought long and hard about it, especially after 75 on ended. What's my next move? What's my next step? How do I keep myself challenged, motivated? How do I keep moving forward? If you follow me on Instagram, I end a lot of my posts with that. Keep moving forward because to me, I have to keep reminding myself that. I just don't write it because it's a catchy phrase and I, I, I don't, I'm looking to make t-shirts or anything out of it. I, I say it because I have to keep reminding myself to keep moving forward because I'm a person that likes to look back a lot. And second guess things and say, if this happened, then, you know, I could have changed that. And what if I didn't do this? And what if I didn't do that? You can't change the past. The only thing you can change is each day and how you move forward with it. So that's why I keep posting that and keep saying it to myself, keep moving forward because I have no other option. And if I don't do that, believe me, I will sit and dwell and self-sabotage myself. And I'm very good at that. I'm very good at self-sabotaging myself and feeling bad for myself and getting lost in that. So I took that weekend after uh, the, the challenge ended. I'm like, what's my next move? And something kept on telling me, you know, why don't, you know, hit the reset button, you know, not starting over just, as I said, moving forward. So on April 5th, last Monday, I was like, I'm starting again. I'm not starting over. I'm just resetting, hitting the reset button restart building towards that next 200 down. Cause I remember when I first joined WW and I weighed in and I saw that number in my book and I thought to myself how much weight I had to lose. It was overwhelming. It still is. I mean, to think about losing 200 pounds and you're still just about halfway there. Sometimes it, it, it is completely overwhelming to the fact where you don't think you're going to get there. But if anything, I can, I've learned from these last four years is no matter how long it takes, I will get there. So even if it does take, let's say, another four years, maybe six years, like my dad always says that time's going to go by anyway, what are you going to do with it? I would rather when that time ends, I'd be better off than when it started. So my past success is just that. It's in the past. Like I said, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of everything I accomplished. It's something I never thought I would do. You know, when I, when I first joined, like I said, looking at that number, it was a shell shock. So to think what I've done over these last four years, I'm not going to erase that. I'm not going to delete that. It's not that I'm starting over. I'm just resetting it. I'm focusing on moving forward, focusing on the next 200 pounds. And that's what I really need to do. I need to just focus on that without looking back. And how do you do that? I started like at zero almost. I still have everything in my WW app. I didn't reset that. I didn't walk in and say delete it like I did in the past. Because to me, that was always like the magic do-over. You could walk into a WW workshop or, you know, your studio and tell the guide, I just want to start over again. I want to be at zero. And you could do I used to do that over and over again. I used to do it a couple of months in a row because I would hit zero. And then I would, I'd be gone for a couple of months. 
I'd maybe do it for a week or so. And then where does that leave you? It leaves you worse than when you were started. So I, I don't want to, you know, focus on the past. I want to focus on the present, getting to that next goal. So I just did a reset. And what I did was in my fitness pal, because I, so I track calories and macros as well. On that part of it, I just hit zero again. I deleted all my weigh-ins in the past on that, and I track it on there now. So with 75 on and my reset, I'm down 12.4. And that's the number I'm going to go with. People ask me how much I'm down. I'm going to say 12.4. And I started posting my weigh-ins again. Uh, I did it today. Great response. And the reason I stopped posting the weigh-ins, it, it got to be a little stressful. It, it, re- it really did, uh, you know, especially when you're not doing as well as you want, you feel like you ha- it's almost like an obligation or a job. And I, I didn't want that. I, I absolutely didn't want that at all because when it becomes a job, you don't want to do it. Uh, Kevin says here, the reset restart uh, loss is amazing. and hitting WrestleMania weekend was part of it. I was blown away with uh, what you shared loss this morning. Thank you, Kevin. Um, yeah, we usually do WrestleMania like uh, like Super Bowl. Me and, me and my friends do like a crazy WrestleMania party where we cater it. We dress up like the wrestlers. I've talked about it before. I've posted pictures of it. It's insane. We're grown men in our 40s acting like children. But to me, that's what WrestleMania is all about. It's like reliving your childhood again. So this year, WrestleMania again was two nights. I think when they originally set it up, they didn't plan for it to be in an arena where they could have people. Uh, but it was in Florida where they're more open than other states. So they had two nights. And I said to my friends, I'm like, I don't want to. I just started this reset on Monday. I don't want to go off the rails. I want to stick to this. And when we first started planning, I was doing 75 on as well. So I didn't want to throw a monkey wrench into that. So we were like, okay, we could still have a party. We could still get together. We could still, but we'll cook healthy. And we did that. Uh, night one was at my, be- my boy Nick's house. And he grilled up ch- some chicken, vegetables. And we did, it was the same, it was fun. We were all together hanging out. We didn't need to have, like as we always say, the hero's wings and tater salad. We didn't need all that as much as we enjoy it. I mean, who doesn't enjoy that stuff? Especially for my brother's deli, Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa, if you live on Long Island. That's where we always cater it from. And then night two, we had it here, I cooked. And I made chicken breast, I made string beans, uh, baked potato, what else did I? Make? I think that's why. Yeah, and it was just and corn. On the, I made corn on the cob as well. So it was all healthy stuff that fit into my plan, fit into my calorie counting, my WW plan. And we said next year, if things are going better, then then that's where uh, we'll, we'll we'll resume the party and we'll resume that thing again. But right now, I, I couldn't do that because I'm in. I'm focusing on me. And to me, that's more important right now is getting back on track and staying on track than one night because I knew that one night might throw a monkey wrench into my plans and start on a tailspin where I'm not back on track again until Thursday. I've got some comments here on Instagram. Uh, Finn's Deli is your brother's deli? Yes, my brother owns Finn's Deli almost 11 years now. So uh, if you're on Long Island, definitely check it out. And there's a sandwich there named after me. It's called the Uncle Cheese. 
It's uh, finally got a sandwich named after me, so I'll definitely go check that out. And, you know, it's, it's all about doing what you feel is best for you. Now, am I saying don't enjoy yourself? Don't go out? No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just looking at where I am now and what I wanted to accomplish. And I knew that if we had the party that we usually do, I would not have been on track today. Because I remember, I look back at all weigh-ins. I'll go back to every WrestleMania party we've had. That next week, I uh, I gained weight. It, it happened. We would eat like assholes the whole day. Because WrestleMania, they broke it up two nights. Usually it's like seven, eight hours. So we get to his house about four or five o'clock, and it would just start. And we got everything in. So it was, you know, that the next week you're playing catch-up. So with the weekend ending, I was like, you know what? I really want to stay on this plan. I want to stay on my journey. I, I, I'm focused on losing the next 200 pounds. I even switched plans. I went back to green. I went back to the green plan because to me, green for me, it's, it's the most accountable because there's less zero point foods. Now with calorie counting, I really could do any of the plans. And I recommend that if you're doing purple, especially purple, you should probably track your calories at some point because it can get crazy with the carbs. And even though I was doing, you know, I was still on track through the challenge, my carbs are getting out of hand and I'm a carb addict. I love pastas, breads, you know, anything that has a carb in it, I'm all for it. So I lowered on my macro count. I lowered my carb intake and I gained some weight over Easter I, I was up Easter, so it kind of took away from what I did on 75. On, on Actually, that Saturday when the challenge ended, I had a pity party a little bit. Uh, I'll be honest with you guys. I was very upset and depressed that, you know, it ended. A challenge that I started. I feel like, you know, if you start something, you should be able to finish it. I felt like a little, I was very embarrassed, and I felt like an idiot that I started this challenge, talked about it, uh, went on podcasts and talked about it, and then 33 days into the 75 challenge, I was, I was uh, on the shelf. So I had a little bit of pity party, but that's one of the reasons that led to the reset as well. Because I'm like, how long am I going to do this? It started becoming a pattern where I would get serious again, have a setback, and then it's a week-long pity party. And then you're playing catch-up again. All the good work you did is gone. And when you're having that party, it's, you know, it makes a lot of sense. I'm covering the emotions. I'm not dealing with it. And that was a big part of my first three years on this program was I dealt with my feelings. I never did that in the past. If I had any kind of emotion, food was going to take care of it. Happy, sad, depressed, miserable, whatever it was, food was there for it. And this past year, I'm guilty of it. I, I, I fell back. I slipped a little bit. But I never stopped fighting. That, to me, is what I'm most proud of. Not the weight loss. Not, you know, any of those successes on the scale or anything. Is that I never stopped fighting. I never gave up. I gave myself more challenges, something to keep myself going. Because I know I don't want to go back. Uh, we have a comment here on Instagram. Um, shit happens as long as you pick yourself back up, who cares? Exactly. And that's the mentality I've been having towards this, where in the past it was like, 
okay, I'll see you in six months, 50 pounds heavier every time. And that's how I got myself to where I was. So that's always in the back of my head is that I know that how fast I can get back there if I don't take care of myself. And a lot of things I, I think I got caught up on with social media. That's another reason why I stopped posting the weigh-ins and stuff like that. I, I got caught up in social media, you know, with being 200 pounds down and, and living off of that and being like, okay, there's still work to be done. It's like if you built half a house with no roof, it's going to rain on your head. Yeah, you have four walls around you, blocks the wind a little bit, but it's still not complete. And you know what? That When I decided to do that restart, I was talking to a friend of mine, and they said, when as soon as you said that, like, almost like pressure was just, like, released off your face, like, you know, like a... A calm came over you like, okay, it's, it's okay to do this. I don't know about anybody else. I stress about things to the umpteenth degree. I can get in my head. I can make things bigger than what they are. And if we all remember last, you know, a couple months ago at work, I did it. And I'm sitting there stressing over all of these things that are going on. And I gave myself a panic attack at work where they had to call the ambulance and I can't do that to myself. It's not healthy. So that's another thing why I have to deal with the issues when they come up. Instead of just turning to food. And as I'm coming up on these four years, I'm looking back at this one. And what I'm most proud of is I never, I never stopped. I never gave up. Yeah, there was weeks I was totally off track, totally off the rails. But I, I'd always, I always came back to it. I always came back to fighting and, and pushing forward with it. So that's another big reason for this restart. And, it, and when I posted it last week, I got a great response from everybody saying they're doing the same thing or they're, they're motivated to do the same thing. And sometimes we need that to see somebody else doing it, to be like, no, it's okay to do it. Because we, I felt guilty at first being like, okay, I'm going to do a restart and saying I'm at zero because... I don't want people, this is the thing too, is where social media is coming into it, where sometimes just get off of social media. It's sometimes it's not healthy at all. I was worried that people were going to think I was quitting or like, you know, making an excuse, which is not the case at all. And another comment here, pushing forward is the most important thing you can do. Thank you. See, so people understand that's the thing I saw something today that really struck me that like your the people that are in your corner and following you sometimes can be just as harmful as your enemies because you're the guy said something about like you know you're in Superman mode all the time but then Clark Kent has the heart attack and I kind of felt like that where like I was every day I was worried about posting something that's inspirational or posting a side-by-side or just showing that I'm still doing this or that I've done this or, but the way I was acting was like I was done. And at the end of the day, I'm far from it. And it's because I see other people that have lost less than I've lost, be it goal, 
and be done. And, you know, it kind of messes with you a little bit. But then again, I can't worry about other people. I have to worry about myself. And that's the mentality I had when I first started, that I'm not worried about anybody else's journey, where they're at. I'm worried about me and focusing on myself. And that's where this podcast came from, too. It's where I, I did it for accountability, to come on here each, each week and tell you about my week and how it went and things I'm struggling with to show people that they're not alone in this. And I got to get back to basics. I, and that's what this restart is, back to basics, weighing everything, tracking everything, and I had someone say to me, is double tracking maybe causing you this stress? No, double tracking isn't because I don't double track for the fact that I'm strict to hit a certain, I mean, I, I, I stay within a certain, you know, calorie range, 18 to 2,000 calories, um, 1,800 to 2,000 calories. I hit, try to hit my macro targets. At one point, I was like, if I didn't hit it, I was like stressed out about it. Nobody's perfect. No one's going to hit it exact the exact amount every time. There's going to be days where you consume more calories. There's going to be days where you hit less. But if you're aiming for it and you're consistent, that's when the weight will come off, and that's you get what you want to do and get to where you want to be. So I'm excited about this reset. I, I really am. I'm more motivated now than I have been in a long time. Uh, I feel like I'm coming out of this uh, this fog that I've been in. And I, I breezed, not the saying I breezed through the first part of the pandemic as far as like, you know, I was okay, but it was like I was on track. And then I you hit a speed bump, and then it's like, you know, everything else just piles on. I was depressed about like, you know, things being closed and not being able to do things or travel or see games and this and that. You just get in your own head. And we have a comment here on Instagram. Yeah, we, we all fall short, always. We wouldn't be human if we didn't. Exactly. I'm human. I'm, no one's, no, none of us are perfect. Far from it. And that's a good thing. Because you can't learn anything if you do everything perfectly. Learn from your mistakes. I've learned a lot this year. I've learned where I want to be, where I want to go, and what I want to do. And I, I see it in front of me now. And it's, it's for the first time in a while, it is very reachable. It's very attainable. So with that being said, um, week one of the restart was great. I'm looking forward to this week. I'm already planning my week out because I have, my nephews have baseball games and football games. I'm going to be down in Jersey this weekend doing a show. So I'm already starting to plan out in my head. I'm going to be down, I'm leaving Friday night, and I'll be gone Friday, Saturday, coming home Sunday. I'm already in my head planning out my meals, what I'm taking with me, where I'm going to go. I know the area. I'm going to be down in the Point Pleasant area. I know that area very well, so I know spots I can go to grab things to eat and, you know, and hang out, whatever. So I'm already in my head planning that trip out, so when I go, there's nothing to worry about. It's not like when I get up, I'm like, where am I going to go? I don't know where to go, like to to eat, to drink. I'm just going to go to Burger King or McDonald's or Wendy's or something like that. No, I have everything planned out and I'm not worried about it. And for a while, that wasn't the case. I would go away and whatever happened, happened. But I'm looking at it as a positive. I'm um, performing two shows on Saturday. Comedy's starting to come back. Um, 
I got to build on getting more shows. That's, that's another thing I got to focus on. So there's things to focus on besides just the food. There's life's coming back. I just got my first vaccine shot. Um, so I'm halfway to being fully vaccinated. I'm excited about that. They're going to Yankee games again. Next year, going to Islander games, new arena. So there's all these things that I'm remembering why I started this journey. The fact that I didn't go to a Yankee game for seven years because of my weight. You know, now that it's open again, am I going to let that happen again? No, that going back to Yankee Stadium was one of the greatest non-scale victories I ever had. Lifelong Yankee fan. So many memories at that stadium. And I let my own personal BS stop it. Going back to see Islander games again. I can't remember the last time between Islander games that I started going again and enjoying going to games. And I even went to New Jersey to see the Islanders play the devils, you know, so taking even trips to see the team on the road. And now they're having a new arena to think that I'm not going to go to the new arena just because I, I, my weight. No, I'm getting everything done. I'm not saying I'm getting vaccinated for any kind of political stance or anything like that. I'm getting it. My vaccines because I want to get back to my life. And if this is what's going to have to be done for me to do it, whatever. I'm not saying my belief on it, where I stand on everything. I'm just saying I'm getting it because I don't want anything to hold me back. I want to travel. I have a credit with American Airlines uh, for, for a trip I was supposed to go on in November that I have to use before the end of the year. I'm going somewhere. I don't care if, I, if it's just I'm going to fly to Boston or something. I'm going somewhere. I'm using that. I'm not losing that money. I'm using that credit. And again, Let's go back to another non-scale victory. Getting on a plane for the first time in 13 years, 15 years. That's all stuff that happened because I, I worked hard. I took care of myself. So to when I think about sliding back, I think about all those other things I'm missing that I'm not going to miss out on. And that just motivates me. So we hit the reset button. We're back on track. And we're looking forward to everything that's about to happen. And it's just building towards that next 200 down. We did it the first time. We could do it again. That's it. Positive attitude. Keep moving forward. That's the best advice I can give anybody who's looking to start in the middle or feel like they're at the end of their journey. Just keep moving forward. With that being said, I want to thank everybody who joined us on Instagram tonight and on Facebook for episode 168 of the WWO podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Domenico. You can follow me on Instagram at ComicAnthonyD. And the podcast is always available at www.podcast.podbean.com as well as on iTunes. And while you're there, please, five-star rate and review. Please, I'm begging you. Five-star rate and review. Love reading them, love sharing them. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. It's also available on iTunes. My best friend Nick wrote this song, so definitely check it out. And while you're on iTunes, check out his new band, Demon Scar. They're releasing material each month. You can find them at demonscar.bandcamp.com. Only one place Long Island to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich out there. 
Once again, thank you, everybody, for joining me on the live broadcast of the podcast and everybody listening at home on your podcast listening devices. I just said podcast a lot of times. I realize that. I'm sorry. This has been episode 168. I will talk to everybody next week. Have a good one.